We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to Studio 222 at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday, our first for 2021. I'm Richard Glover, and please welcome this week's gang, Tommy Dean, Alice Fraser and Gene Kitson. And with today's live music from the Blue Mountains, it's Phil Davidson. We thought we'd invite someone from the Blue Mountains because that's COVID-free and, uh, you know, the, the winds, it's just so windy <laughs> Not there. Not anymore. They won't have any, it's fine. Uh, now, first, let's check w- that you're up with this week's news. Uh, just jump in when you know the answer. Which backbencher has been benched after a breathy brawl backfired? <laughs> well, this is Craig Kelly, right? Craig, correct. He's a backbencher. And he was benched for. He's, he's, he's a conspiracy theorist, isn't he? Yeah, That's I think the so, thing. Yeah. I don't I, know I, what I he... think they prefer to be called truth ad, ad, <laughs> advocates. A, a truth, truth teller. teller. Well, I don't know what truth telling he's doing this week. But as far as the truth is concerned, I like the truth story that we're all run by giant lizards mm, who live mm, on the moon, mm. led by the Queen. Which yeah, but that's, that one's true. Well, the Queen's ridiculous, Richard. Come on. Come on. It's <laughs> Prince, Prince <Philip>. Charles. <laughs> you know, oh, Prince Philip. You, you can see a fly going past them and uh, their tongue just yeah. going out. They, 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 so Charles's large ears are because they're taking in alien messages, are they? <laughs> they're swivelling. Yeah. He, he, that's, uh, I'm with you. I believe that. Mm. We've got to get rid of Charles. Mm. But they... they Have you considered so... being member for Hughes? <laughs> but we know that um, there's a conspiracy theory, I think what Craig Kelly was talking about, the so-called anti-COVID, anti-so-called anti-vaccination, so-called mm-hmm. vaccination, mm-hmm. which is not really a vaccination. It's just an excuse for Bill Gates to insert microchips into yeah, yeah. us all yeah. and control us which is a bad move hmm. because we not because what happened this week or last week you know when google threatened to pull out mm-hmm. suddenly the man from microsoft popped up out of nowhere and ready said, to control yeah. our minds and said bing it instead yeah. but that's, that's the <laughs> weird part about I'm this conspiracy binging. to me is that how can we assume that bill gates is going to take over the world when he can't even get Windows 10. <laughs> to load. To load. You know what? And Bing to search. Bing. Search for Bing. Cannot find. No results found. Error 404. Well, I mean, uh, my least favourite thing about this was that the Prime Minister wasn't speaking out against him. Uh, and then he got a sort of a public wrist slapping from uh, Tanya Plibersek, mm-hmm. which is apparently the appropriate punishment for spreading deadly disinformation. Uh, it's this odd... The problem with politicians is that they're mostly people who decided that they wanted a career in politics. And the skills that you need to get power in that system are not compatible with the skills you need to wield that power properly. So you often end up with this, like, weird Mobius strip of people covering each other's asses, delicately balanced on a paper palace of lies, half-truths, cook statistics, men who don't like each other very much but understand the (laughs) motives and needs of literally nobody else because they all go to the same schools, the same universities and the same awful parties. That said, I'm glad that the Prime Minister has decided that uh, stern nanny Plibersek has... 
expressed enough dislike. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tanya was doing it on behalf of her mum because her mum lives in Craig Kelly's electorate <laughs> and she's... Yeah, she's <laughs> worried that her mum won't get vaccinated. Yeah, vaccinated she might hear of some, some lunatic might... <laughs> who's been convinced by some other lunatic. Can I say, though, this is one of those glorious moments that I love in Australiana versus America because mm-hmm. you have a deep right-wing conspiracy theory nut and the big moment is a verbal smackdown in the hallway. Uh, we have one of those, and the Capitol gets overrun by <laughs> Buffalo people. <laughs> there are worse things happening in the hallways. Yeah, exactly. I have got a truth, I have to say. Has anyone, this is a truth-telling, has anyone ever seen Pete Evans blink? <gasps> no. Is that right, is it? No. Yeah, that's right. He never blinks because he is breathing through his eyes. <laughs> that's what he's breathing so fast. I thought it might be some other organ he was using, but there you go. Who missed that's the, what he's talking through. Who missed the mark when it comes to Australian rules football? What's this about? This is my favourite story of the week. Uh, because just, just when you thought there might be a turn of the corner, this is all about Eddie McGuire, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stern report came out. Uh, accused the Collingwood Football Club, well, detailed, not accused, mm. de- detailed a deep and systematic racism uh, within the club. And then Eddie, doing what Eddie does so perfectly well, this is the proudest day of Collingwood. <laughs> so proud. Uh, well, it was marvelous. Proud. Is the report said one of the problems with the club is they continue to try to spin things that are really bad news into good news, <laughs> and he releases <laughs> this report by proving it. <laughs> I wanted there. I didn't see a lot of make memes, but the meme would be like, "All right, Eddie, uh, like you want Eddie on the hot seat of who wants to be a millionaire?" And the four answers: What word should I choose? <laughs> I feel a sorry, B concerned, <laughs> C disappointed, or D proud. Ding! Are you sure you want to lock that in? Are you locking in proud, Eddie? Is that the word we're going to go with? Call a call a friend if you have one. <laughs> it, it, just, it was it was demonstratively hilarious to watch him fumble bumble through the entire speech. Not just the word the proud. If you listen to the whole thing that he did in the news conference, it is it is it is Trumpian in its. Flippery, back aroundery, strange word choicery, <laughs> and sweaty, and he sweats the whole time all the way through it, and then you know triumphant, just play the song <laughs> at the end. Good old Collingwood forever. But I, I mean, I get what he was trying to say. It's good that they've managed to do this report to yeah, kind yeah. of expose the you know. The, I think that's a, but that's such a low bar to like recognize how crap you are. I don't think you, that people deserve props for the bare minimum of human decency, or in this case, for noticing that the bare minimum of human decency has been notably absent in their treatment of their colleagues and employees. On the other hand, maybe that's what we need is like lavish praise for climbing all the way up to rock bottom. Maybe that's the only way <laughs> to smooth the path towards progress. It, I don't know. It's, it reminds me of those young comedians who get on stage and just tell you what awful people they are. And after a while you're like, and are you doing anything about it? <laughs> that's weird about you. What's it like to bring out the spokesman for the club who, if you look at the report, what was one of the most egregious 
moments of racism in the club. Mm-hmm. That was you, Eddie. Yeah, that was you. That was you. You don't seem to remember King, you. King Kong, etc. I, yeah. I think oh, we're gosh. back to mind control lizards, really. Yeah. <laughs> I look at Eddie because Eddie had the fantastic idea that since Collingwood was racist while he was in charge, he is a perfect person to <laughs> fix the problem. Well, he knows where the problem is. He knows himself. He knows where it was caused. I think maybe I'm yeah. disappointed, but proud. Mm, but, but proud. But yeah. yeah. But, you know, I mean, not many governments go to elections saying everything went wrong and we wasted billions on snacks, so we're the right party to stamp this out. Mm. Well, that would be, be a breach of the Official Secrets Act if they said that. <laughs> Tommy Dean, Alice Fraser and Jean Kitson are with us, the questions of, uh, of the week. Who declared it was game on when it came to, when it came to game stop? <laughs> Who oh. declared it was game on? Okay. No one understands this story. That's the I, problem. Uh, look, it? I have. I, okay. <laughs> so this week marks the week that we all found out that a short squeeze is not just a pelvic floor exercise. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the story of a bunch of people on a Reddit board who have nothing better to do with their spare time and spare money than to essentially upvote a meme with cash. They decided this would be a funny way to fight the power by buying into the power. Look, I think we can all agree that the perfect vengeance against the unaccountably wealthy is to pour money into the systems that enrich them. As we all know, Robin Hood stole from the rich to give to the poor so they could pay rent to the rich. That's called stimulus checkmate. <laughs> so they drove it, they took an obscure failing company and pushed its share price up 1,700%. Yeah, to sort of serve the people who owned it, right? Look, I don't know. <laughs> and I also, I think, I don't want to spend too much time explaining the ins and outs of the stock market because I want to give a chance to the thousands of young men who love explaining the stock market. <laughs> this is their one opportunity to tell everyone about their fandom when people want won't just tune out and nod politely. But oh. they're losing money in the end, you see, because now the share prices drop by, well, 60% yesterday, another, I think, 50% today. So there are people who bought at the bottom who have done quite well out of this, but people who came late to the party are going to lose all their dough, aren't they? Well, that, that you just explained the stock market in a nutshell. That's exactly <laughs> how every stock works for everyone. That's right. If you Generally get it, speaking, yeah. Generally it just usually takes a little bit longer. If you buy, if you yeah. bought BHP for a dollar yeah. in 1956, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that I buy the, you know, fight the power. But you know, it wasn't GameStop itself that was. I mean, it's the GameStop would do well, I would guess. But you know, the hedge fund. I get the hedge fund argument. I get the the idea that they're taking on a group of people that have oversubscribed mm-hmm. a shorting of a stock. Now, I don't want to be that uh, awful mansplaining person that Alice described, but here's how it works, <laughs> but Tommy. <I> will be. <laughs> so the hedge, the trouble is, the hedge funds have, have shorted the stock, so they've they've uh, they've sold They're a expecting they've it sold fail. a stock that they don't have, expecting the price to yeah. go down. But so they if, did it if more can, than their stock. If you can push it right up, then they're caught short. They're yeah. caught very short. That's what I mean. That was the part that I think is fun to, to crush a yeah. millionaire's billionaire's hedge fund. I think that part's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to admit, it's changed. You know, I spent a lot of time daydreaming about winning the lottery. Mm-hmm. But it was fun to change that to, oh, if I could just go back three days. <laughs> and buy some and of those GameStop. Yeah. Well, they've now got to find some other market they can manipulate. So well, they've, they've, now tried, they've now tried silver. Yeah, where they Which was a terrible idea. Because that's hard to short, actually, because it's <laughs> well, quite Well, they're buying easy. all the silver AMC in the world. Or, they're, or rather, they're trying to sell all the silver in the world without buying it. Which is the whole thing. I thought it, I thought it was a great thing that happened. 
We, you know, and I read all about Reddit and I read all about shares and stocks and shorts and I didn't have the slightest, <laughs> tiniest clue what they were doing, but I was cheering them on without buying any, I might add, which is good. But I think, you know the short, big short the movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had Margot Robbie in a bubble bath explaining the GFC. Which was a lot better than that young <laughs> man. In an Australian accent and, well, I still didn't get it. And I think now the next movie they can have Hugh. Jackman all oiled up, having a massage, <laughs> explaining GameStop. To Gene. To me. Yes. And I'll try the, to get it. The real phrase they use is, is it's a bear squeeze apparently is what they're doing. The Reddit people mm. are involved in, in going up to the hedge funds and giving them a bear I squeeze. that's just the closest we can all get to a hug right now, <laughs> a bear hug. Yeah, 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 true. What, 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 uh, I See, I think they should leave Silver alone and leave GameStop alone. I went to uh, Colesworth. Mm. And bought some ginger last weekend. Oh, yeah. Fifty dollars a kilo. Oh, now yeah. somebody is obviously trying to game the gar- the uh, ginger market. They are. That's and ridiculous. I, it's all piled into ginger. You need to put a bunch of ginger in the back of your truck and drive it up there and flood the market. <laughs> flood the market. Yeah, that'll serve yeah. those ginger farmers right. So if you want a more slightly practical plan, just uh, put a knob of ginger in with your garlic. It's only $23 a kilo. Yeah, that's right. Cheap at half the price. <laughs> yeah. Thank God it's Friday with Richard Glover. Tony Dean, Alice Fraser and Jean Kitson are with us. Now, everyone has been seems to have been watching this show, Bridgerton, the steamy romance set in the world of the... Early 1800s. So a world, it's a world in which women show their eligibility for marriage by showing off their skill at needlepoint. If you were searching for a life partner in today's world, what are the skills you'd like to see on display? Alice Fraser. Well, you want someone who can bring you cups of tea and hold your hand in times of trouble, like when you need to upload your operating system, but you need to download some software first, but you can't download the software until you back up your operating system, but you can't do that because the external hard drive you have is only compatible with the old system or the new system, but never both. And also rippling abs. You want rippling abs, like just abs constantly in motion like a river. Abs you can dive into in a sort of a horrifying... So just as in Bridget and all the women are sitting doing needlepoint, you'd like to see all the people doing all of that in front of you, in the the dining room or the sitting room. A lot of of crunches. What what do you want, Jean? Well, I'm just thinking about those abs. I'm thinking you could grate your parmesan on those abs, abs like that, the way you've described them. Uh, First of all, needlepoint, is that a euphemism, do you think? (laughs) Needlepoint, if it is? You know, is it? a warning. It's a good one, you know. She's very good at needle points, <laughs> meaning she is a sharp-tongued gossip monger with a barbed precision attack dressed up as a benign and pleasing <laughs> art form. <laughs> um, I just burned him with an aphorism and I'll be just an enmailment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, burn. <laughs> Read what I just needle-pointed. In a relationship, I would like to not see any needle point at all. No. None. If your bloke just likes sitting there doing needlepoint, you know, fine tracer work, it means he's still smoking dope, quite frankly. <laughs> but having said that, I would like him to do the sort of needlework that sailors did, you know, let out their own trousers, thread right. the elastic. What did you say? <laughs> Tattoos. Tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Is that that's needlework. Need if, if he likes to do his own tattoos and then you could, you know, like, then you could <laughs> sensitively guide him as he's writing your name on his right. arm. You know, there's a new, sure sure that. There's a new thing with tattoos. This is serious. There's a new thing with tattoos. Apparently the literal tattoo is in. So people have got tattoos. They don't. No longer is it enough to have a Buddhist symbol or something like that. You've got to have things like... 
it's sort of meta, right? You've got on your left hand, left, and on your right hand, right. Or you've got along your chest, tattoo, and then on the other side of the chest it says, another tattoo. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> you've got to be very literal. Fist. Yeah, yeah. fist. That's right. <laughs> Japanese Foreign. letters. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Insert Japanese yeah. letters here. Or, that's right. <laughs> New Zealand, you know, yeah, yeah. Maori symbolism. Indonesian for... I got ripped off and this means, you know, yeah. yeah this, well, this girlfriend won't last as long as the tattoo. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I wish I hadn't put this girlfriend's name here. <laughs> yeah. Put yeah, your to-do it. list on your forearm, milk, bread, cheese. I always need those. Yeah. Just, what did I forget? Oh, no, it's yeah. a new thing. Go, go and get yourself one on the way home. Okay, it's what do you thing. suggest? Wrist, you know, like <laughs> hold the steering wheel. Earlobe. <laughs> yeah. Very right. small letters. Um, I would like a, a bloke in a life partner, I would like to be, them to be trained in not only saying but, cl- you know, washing, not only to be able to wash clothes but to be able to recognise fabrics and know which fabrics need what washing to recognise which colours are going to run and which colours won't run, to recognise things that shrink and things that don't is this shrink. The, is this the bitter talk of a woman whose <laughs> who's no. beautiful silk pajamas are now size <laughs> <Have gone>. two? <laughs> That's right. I've been in the dryer on hot. I know, and I got them for Christmas. It's, it's not the ability to recognise fabrics, it's the willingness because anyone can read a label, right? Presumably, if you've got a those label, label they can... those labels are incredibly complicated. They don't. They have <laughs> yeah, these they have little. Symbols. They have these little symbols, and it says it has a triangle and then forty on it. What does that what mean? What does that mean? We want literal symbols. Yeah. Try cleaning say, forty. Look, or... I, I think, I don't think... even think of putting it in the dryer. <laughs> yeah, we want that. That means you <laughs> get your hands off. <laughs> I don't want to get into old school man versus woman, but you know, that's one of the reasons we get married is we're kind of hoping you'll explain it to us. <laughs> the symbol. Well, but unfortunately, you do that women's thing where you just you know roll your eyes and get upset that we haven't figured it out yet. Mm. But we just need you to come in just once. But just if you come loved, us, if you loved us, you'd you'd figure it out yourself. That's a sign of love. No, I, I believe in training. Total mm. training, but mm. it's never once. My training goes on for the length of the marriage. <laughs> Every that, day there's something tra- new to learn <laughs> that I can share. Is that training uh, pronounced nagging at all? No. no she is the president. She is the president she of marriage. <laughs> the the want, re-education council lengthy. You want to leave gentle physical reminders around for your partner, just sort of caltrops and upside down push pins and just... <laughs> No, I think the label should say the label should say <laughs> yeah, exactly. these are jeans, beautiful pajamas, hands off. Hands Don't off. even think of it. Yeah. Actually, See, I just think we need to good. make better technology. Technology should be able to help us in this case. Like my washing machine has some sort of smart cycle where it weighs. Like you no longer oh, have to yeah. tell it how much water to use. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It has a little f- up the front, it weighs the it does weighs the washing. Right. But there should be like a like a like a voice prompt. Hey, hey! <laughs> have another look. <laughs> How how nylon get in here? Yeah, <laughs> get the nylons out. Yeah, yeah. Well, it could be a little RFID. Yeah. Thing. My wife has a series yeah. of you know like intimate things that have to go into the washing bag. It's got its yeah. own little separate mm-hmm. space. It could. And I understand. I actually understand why it's there, but she doesn't understand that I like making art. <laughs> with the way those things tie up the other items, <laughs> the things that I pull out of the washing machine. Oh. It could play. It could Amazing. play. It could play the 1980s South African national anthem, and you could get the idea that the whites and colours are meant to be separated. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. right. 
I think I think cleaning and washing washing. Who am I in here, Collingwood? Miss <laughs> Fraser. I have a friend uh, who wanted to do a startup of an app that would teach men to be better boyfriends. So it would just give you reminders of things like tell her she looks nice today. The problem mm. is the only people who wanted to buy that app were already good boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. There was no marketing. The people who uh, who needed. Tell, tell me what uh, what's the model of, if 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 needlepoint is the way you choose a partner in the world of Bridgerton. What's the way? You, what's the, what are the skills you need now? Uh, closet organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like seeing, you know, uh, the ability to put stuff away. Like, I like fine detail. Like, my wife and I work very much in a macro, micro way. Like, I'm a macro cleaner. So I'll, like, boom, when I clean the kitchen, all the pots are washed and put away. Mm-hmm. And then she goes back through and all the splatters are gone and the mold doesn't exist around the sink. Um, it's that sort of exciting. So you do the surface clean, she do, does I a do deep big, clean. You know, I, okay. Yeah, like I hit it big, and then she hits it at detail level. Mm-hmm. And those two work out very nicely together. Yeah, so she actually cleans it. She does both of them. That's what I'm taking home from that. You <laughs> actually tidy. That's what you're talking about. You tidy. Well, I do the, you know, the dishes. Not cleaning. I mean, well, I vacuum. Domestic yeah. synergy. I like but she, it. It's, it's yeah, a fine yeah. tune. You know, I hit it big, but I don't get the... It's the small details that I skip over. Does vacuuming count as cleaning, or is it just neatening up where the dust is, just putting the dust where it should no, be? I'm, well, we have a dog, so I count that. <laughs> like, if you can physically see it go, I'm good at seeing physical mess and making it, to my eyes, disappear. But she has a much clearer vision of how mess gets into all the crevices. Mm-hmm. I just see, like like, the carpet... I can take dog hair off the top layer and that, ooh, look how nice the carpet looks. And then she's like, what about the baseboards and the cupboards? Wasn't looking at those. Mm. But she got a point. can't use the vacuum on those things. (laughs) Well, I must say I'm a bit like that, but I don't do that very often. Whereas my husband, he doesn't like mess. I can live with mess. But eventually I can't live with... Dirt. You chose well in the Bridgerton uh, I state. I chose extremely yeah. well. Well, because we were older people when we got married, so we were used to living on our own. We were already independent. You had my husband. You had to cook and clean, and the silk pajamas is still uh, issue, aside but... for, <laughs> other than that. Are we ready for the wheel of death, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, the wheel of death. Uh, Tommy Dean is going to take on these topics, which have been uh, wonderfully suggested by our listeners this afternoon. The topics this week are hair lice, platypus. Dishwasher wars, <laughs> powerful thighs, classic cars, imperfect fruit, WD-40, caravans, teapots, jars, annoying brothers, family photos, instant noodles, warts, and we're back to hair lice, which fill you full of fear. Oh, Tommy interesting. Jane. It feels like we've almost sort of summarised the show to this point <laughs> with a reading of those words. I think we've covered most of the items already. Well, we'll hope for yeah, one well, that we have Well, you know school's back, don't you, <laughs> yeah. once you get that topic. Here we go. Round and round and round it goes. Where it stops, no one knows. Today's topic is platypus. Oh, it couldn't be more Platypus. Exciting. Oh, this is dangerous. Have yeah. you ever seen a platypus? I've seen a platypus. Who hasn't seen a platypus? Most people haven't seen it. Well, not in the wild. Oh. Oh, sorry. I On the mm. coin. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, you mean like meet one? Oh, no. What's it, what coin? It's two cents, isn't it? Five. Five. Isn't it? Five. Maybe five? I, I That's made, the, five I is the echidna. By five. the way, just so we're clear, I took a shot that it was on a coin. You were <laughs> good because I forgot it was on a coin. Five is the echidna, isn't it? I thought the lyre bird was on oh. a five cent. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Maybe it's not on a... That's a scandal. Oh, my God. Am I getting... Counterfeit? I haven't, I haven't got any coins. So yeah, no, it's on the three and it's on the three dollar and seventy five cent note. <laughs> <laughs> when the when the back when the you know three seventy five meant something in Australia. 
Yeah, that's what they wanted. I think, well, the problem with the platypus, of course, is that it was one of the most famous Robin Williams comedy routines uh, about Australia. Is that right? Of all time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We pretty much just talked about how this is the purest form of God doing drugs <laughs> is the platypus, you know, where they just pretty much all his ideas in one animal. What if it's a duck and a beaver and a killer and it lays eggs? <laughs> And yeah, glows yeah. in the dark. And it glows in the dark. It glows in the dark. Really? Well, there's bioluminescence, yeah. They figured that out. I think they figured that out, unless I've just made that up. And why would I make that up? I <laughs> definitely <laughs> read that Must somewhere. Must be true. Also, it's on the two-cent coin, which no longer exists. Oh, mm-hmm. that's why we put That's it. why. I knew it, because I was here during the time of the two-cent coin, mm-hmm. I think. Two cents. I've met one once. But it's monotreme. Yep. There's only two. One is the loneliest number Next to the one that's also lonely (laughs) Monotreme Only two of them And the other one is Echidna Alright I didn't know that I don't even know what monotreme means Just so we know It means one treme One one hole One hole Yeah Also it So it it Eats and Yes Really? Yeah (laughs) No well, it is no wonder that it is not more popular. <laughs> is that what it means? That's what it means, isn't it? Something like that. I have no idea. I thought it was, I don't so know, So it's digestive one system egg, and its consumption system are connected at the one. Look I, look, I only know one platypus fact, but it is kind of a good platypus fact, which is that when the first samples were taken from by the early Europeans back to London, mm. the, 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 um, the Museum of Natural Sciences in London assumed, because the Piltdown Man had just happened and all these scams had happened with skeletons, they assumed that it was a fake and that the Australians were, were taking the mickey and had basically stuck two animals together mm. and said, this is a new animal. And they said, we're not falling for that, mate. What do you think we are, stupid? Well, I feel like they've got all the luck, the echidnas and the platypuses, the monotremes, because they lay eggs, but then they also breastfeed their young, which I think would just be an easier way to go about it. Yeah, I wish we did. You're yeah, right. Just an egg, an egg seems egg. like a much neater process. Oh, yeah. I've got chooks. It is very neat. Mm. It's go. on the 20-cent coin, everyone says. On the 20 cent coin? Not 2 cent. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh. We don't have coins anymore. Did so. you Bing or Google? No. No, we tech, we, this <laughs> is the best, the best search engine in the world is talk radio audience. <laughs> well, no one uses cash like, anymore seriously, is the problem. You ask them anything. We could ask any question right now, and before the time is up, Richard will have a text come yeah. through. Well, what was on the, okay, text people, what was on the 2 cent coin then? Because I vaguely remember it being a platypus. Was Wasn't I wrong? It a, maybe, so the kid is the oh, 5 yeah. cent. Lyrebird is somewhere in there. Lyrebird. Little 10 cent? Is Lyrebird 10 cent? And also, why will it never tell the truth? <laughs> I remember and why do Australians have... love them so much? Well, it doesn't tell the truth. It's, it imitates other animals' sounds and the sound of chainsaws. Right, this is a lyrebird impersonating a platypus. <laughs> Quit touching my hole. Quit touching my hole. <laughs> it's my only one. The two cent was the frill-necked lizard. Oh, yeah. This is Speakopedia yes. right here on the desk. Also, another crazy, stupid animal. Yeah. Yes. Why does a lizard need a frill? To frighten off others. Where's it going off so to? It it's fr- in to a Victorian drawing room so it can do its needlepoint. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like an it's umbrella. Queen Elizabeth I <laughs> the first of lizards. Just some. What other crazy animal? The, the possum is crazy. Yeah. With it, cause it's, it's like it hardly moves. But it has that sad face. So you, my wife like puts things out to feed the possum, 
when we're nice. trying desperately. I'm pretty sure we should get rid of the possum. You're not allowed to. To do what? Do get anything with the possum. No. I know. Yeah. Except admire it from afar. Yeah, that's it. That's the only and response. And it comes and sits in my pool shed. And so when I'm using the pool filter and cleaning the water for the pool, it sits above me with some of the most n- dangerously jagged claws I've ever mm. seen. But what I want to know, what's obvious about all, pus, all, all possums is that they know that they're protected. They look at you <laughs> with a look and behind the eyes is... I think I'm, you're right. I'm protected, mate. Arrogant. They can be very weird. The, the they and... stare at us and, and you can throw pillows at mm. them. I'm pretty sure that's not in, against the law. You can well, throw cushions, outdoor soft, soft, soft cushions, and they won't even move. Huh. And I had some friends come over from London. This is pre-COVID, obviously. And they were going, oh, my God, look at the wildlife. You've got these beautiful Oh, can we feed them? I said, sure. And I was standing up to get them some apple to feed the possum and one bit me on the toe and drew blood and all the visitors went crazy and scuttled inside screaming. That fits all their preconceptions of Australia as being this dangerous place. I didn't know. Uh, yes, do you know what it, it does? You know what it's, it's supposed called defensive posture is? Like, am I surprised it in the pool filter? It throws its front paws up like, give me a hug. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a hug? Yeah. That's its defensive posture. Come and on, it's, got the, it's got the New South Wales environmental statute <laughs> tattooed <laughs> on its in. back. Where do you find platypuses? Where are they native to? Uh, well, they're found in the river systems of, uh, of New South Wales and other places, but they're Victoria, very, they're very, but all the damming has endangered them because they can't move from one part of the river to the other. I've lost all faith in my platypus facts yeah. after the two cent debacle. Well, when did I the beaver have any confidence in I myself. think the breastfeeding and the eggs will just Thank go you. with that. We Thank won't you. even yeah. challenge it. But stick with the bioluminescence because that's <laughs> good. But I'm assuming there's been yeah. some sort of introduced, who introduced beavers into the dam systems of Australia? They're not beavers. We don't. No, no, but who's doing all the damning? That, that's what uh-huh. beavers do. Uh-huh. Are we talking about animals in a comedy show or what? <laughs> when did this turn into Wikipedia? <laughs> the possum. The possum is on the one cent piece. Hey. There you go. Oh, See, textures know everything. There and the go. sheep is on the shilling. <laughs> I remember that from a long time ago. When we had shillings. Oh, this is for you. <laughs> okay, monotreme equals single opening. You're 100% correct, Richard. A single opening? The mouth? No. No. I imagine you're scrolling through abuse at my two-cent fact. No, not at all. No, not at all. It's very, it's very, uh, very supportive. They can't believe we're so ignorant. Yeah, yeah, very supportive. Well, it wouldn't be. You oh, couldn't put a monotreme on a two-cent coin. It wouldn't be thematically correct now that I think about it. The Kiwis love pom- love possums, says Mark. That's a lie. They hate possums because they were imported from Australia and they turn them into jumpers. Mm. Yeah. And underpants. Yeah. And I socks. It's well, all just different versions of bird in New Zealand. Well, if you, we, in, in America, we birds wear them as in hats. different shapes. They're pronounced birds. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on? What do you think? Does By he die? Does he, no, no, does not me anymore. I, I hope you notice that we've, we've changed the, the format now. So the wheel of death is now. Open oratory discussion yeah. slash quiz show. <laughs> Much like the rest of the show. Oh, we're so sorry, Tommy. No, no, it'll go back to just you teetering on the brink, no, right. watching we're, you. We're over the great man version of history. It's all about the communal work. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. Speaking Many of which, uh, one of our texts is, I wear possum jumpers purchased legally in New Zealand to discourage unwanted Sydney possums from sticking around. So <laughs> get yourself a possum jumper. Oh, you can buy them here. Yeah, you can buy them here. And uh, that would be the confronting thing, I think, in your pool shed. 
shed is to walk in with a possum jumper. No, they think I was part of the family. And he could he could stare at you and give you the hairy eyeball, and you could say, "Give me a hug. Give me a hug." Give me a hug. Give, give me a hug. Meet your brother. You see my hat? Yeah. See my hat? Give me a hug is also the universal symbol for come at me, bro. Yes. <laughs> with, your, with your claws. Uh, now, uh, despite COVID, the Australian Open is still on track, but many are still talking about Bernard Tomic's girlfriend and her complaints about being in lockdown, number one complaint, that she had to wash her own hair, a task she always paid others to do. What are the day-to-day tasks you'd really rather pay someone else to do? Jenkinson. Why? Listen, why isn't Bernie wash, washing her hair? Mm. She has to sit there all day on the bed with wet hair while he just bounces his balls off the window. Why isn't he washing her hair? That's what he should have done. And I must say I do um, I do really envy people who can blow-dry their own hair. That's really hard. Is it? Difficult yeah, yeah. Hair, you, yeah. It's this coordination thing and you're pulling your hair and you're turning and you're blowing mm. and it's like... Oh. So you're, you're basically on her side. I, I would like... I wouldn't... It wouldn't be my top priority. Someone who could cook would be my top priority because I don't. I'm not a big cook. I don't like spending a lot of time cooking. I eating. I'm across. I eat. <laughs> eat okay. And if I was living on my own, though, I would probably only eat toast. But I would like. Um, I would like a cook, and um, I wouldn't mind maybe a personal trainer, because mm. I'm not really big on exercise mm. either. But I would still need to stay sort of mobile enough to get out of bed to cook my toast. So <laughs> well, I, I think you don't have to cook the toast anymore. My, oh, yeah. You have a cook. Yeah. What, do you eat bread? Well, you no, have no, a cook. You, you, oh, cook. you have a cook. You've yeah. already got a cook. That was oh, your first. Right. I yeah. bed. I mean, yeah. a personal trainer is a great idea because I hate disappointing people. Like I spend half the time talking to my counsellor, trying to convince her that she's doing a great job and I'm much better. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just need, I like a personal trainer because I need witnesses. You know, like I need an audience. You're doing so well. Oh, okay. I'll do even better next time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Same so you just pretend the push-ups are a comedy show. Yeah. Well, you so need a cook, a personal, personal trainer, trainer, what else? Um, oh, I, I, I don't, I don't know anything else after that. Really, that would do me. Really, but the personal, I, the personal trainer is available. I mean, that's the only <laughs> thing. It's not, it's not a fanciful thing to watch. They're right to wish for. They're right there on the internet. Yeah, well, and so, so is a cook. Yeah, I know, but they're, they're probably more. They're expensive. Yes, that's true. I mean, I would. You and know, you've like, only got a full necklace. I wouldn't worry about cleaning because I like cleaning. I like cleaning. I like cleaning like your, like your partner. Tommy likes no, no, cleaning. neither one of us like it. It's what we do. But, you know, it's a good way to just focus your OCD, hmm. to get the taps shining. I like that because you can clean and it could stay clean for up to a day. But you cook <laughs> and everybody freaking eats it in like five seconds. Oh, that's and your you... problem is cooking well. If you cook badly, it stays forever. <laughs> <laughs> they eat it very, at Alice's place, they eat very slowly. <laughs> a lot of retching, a lot of tears. So your problem is you'd like a personal trainer, but you can't afford it because your personal fi- your personal fortune is limited to three frill neck neck lizards and a possum. Yeah, <laughs> and an old sheep that I've kept from yeah, the sixties. Exactly. So yeah, but that's right. That's right. A personal trainer is like ideal. Someone, even a trainer who comes in early and makes you get out of bed, hmm. not even exercise, just do the things you should do: floss your teeth, clean them. <laughs> 
You know, brush your hair. It sounds like shave you want a mum. You, you, you want just a mum. You want to be. You, I want you, a mum. You want your mum. Get out of bed. <laughs> you want to be two years old and have a mum. <laughs> oh yes, it's like what you were talking about deadlines. There's a lot of things that I wouldn't do unless I had to. There's a lot of things. Oh. Yeah, I don't no. do things that I have to do. I mean, I want someone yeah. to. I want someone to do my invoicing for me. My least favorite part of my job is getting paid, <laughs> figuring out that life. Like, I need a secretary, but I'm not organized organized enough to find a secretary. I need a secretary to help me find a secretary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me, do. who do you want? Who do you want? Well, I mean, under the unlimited money rule, I want them all. I want everything. I don't. Uh, there's not a job in the world that I wouldn't hire somebody to do. <laughs> I can't think Did of anything. Having your ha- having your hair washed would cost a bit. It's, it's actually one of the great of the world. I, I go to beauty shops just for that. <laughs> like, I've walked out of places where I said, I just want to wash in a cut. No, we don't do washes. Goodbye. They'd do washes if you had normal-sized hair. They think that's, they, they that's going to take no. three people a week. Melbourne, man, Melbourne. Melbourne's the best because they will, like, not only wash your hair, then you get, like, a little head and face massage, and then they'll, you know, give you a little haircut, and then they'll say a number you can't believe is associated with what just happened. <laughs> it's magic from start to finish. Every bit of it, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. you need more than just so animal good. coins for that. If I could just have little... I would love a driver. Wouldn't a driver? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a driver. The idea of a... Pull, bring the car out. Yeah. Bring the car out. I'll meet you at the back. I'll yeah. meet you at the front. Like, yeah. and a guy that's your driver, so you're always comfortable with it. Like, I know that Uber exists, which is almost like mm. having your own driver. It's always a different guy. And it's the power struggle changes... I want somebody that knows my ways. I've got a gig in Wollongong. I'll just have a snooze in the back. Yeah, take, take me. yeah the thing about a personal driver is they're never going to pull over in an alleyway and ask you if you're a party girl. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, unless yeah. I ask them to. <laughs> it's Friday, uh, John. Who are the winners and Do losers the of this week? Jean Kitson. Well, the winner is obviously the woman who is in the boot yeah. in many ways. What I a mean, hero. She, was yeah. a, she was sadly stabbed and everything, mm. but she managed to keep her head while she was probably bleeding. Yeah, from and so she, she punches out the tail light yeah. of the car so that she can she put She was kidnapped, her, yeah. put in the boot, punches yeah. out the tail light. And waves her hand on the, at, the, at Pheasant's Nest on the Hume and a truck driver sees her. And a truck driver who wasn't stoned and thought he was seeing things, <laughs> he sees her, rings the police and then she gets saved. Yeah. That's the winner. Do you think she was wearing nail polish? She could have been. Because that would have helped. It wouldn't have helped if she was wearing a rubber glove, would it? Because everyone would have thought it was a joke. Yeah. But nail polish, why? Na- well, because it yeah, would make it more visible. Mm. Oh, yes, yes. But yeah. red and nail a woman, polish, then and they a woman. Yeah. 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 That person wants to change lanes. Red, red, <laughs> red. <laughs> and the loser is my brother who I once locked in the boot because my mother was upset and she said, um, this is probably too long a story. I should leave it. But he was, <laughs> I can tell you the story the, another time. Okay. <laughs> Then we're the losers. We're not getting to hear your story. You're well, doing, how much you're doing time we got? I can do it in about 30 seconds. You know, 30 seconds. Yeah. Well, my mum thought my dad was having an affair and she said to our kids, the kids, my brother and sister, I think your father's having an affair. And we said, oh, that's bad luck, mum. Sorry. Why do you think that? Oh, because he goes off in his car and I don't know where he goes. So we got together, the kids. So I was like 12 and my sister was 10 and my brother was 8. We got together and decided to put Bill in the boot of the car to see where <laughs> dad went in the car. <laughs> but we weren't and was he having an affair? Well, we don't know because he'd... Boot accidentally locked when Dad went over the first bump. The boot went down and locked, and Dad and Bill couldn't open it to see whether or not Dad was having an affair. So he came what? home and we. Why didn't he punch out the tail light? I should have, because when we opened it, he was crying. Because and we had to leave him there for a while. We didn't, you know, before we saved him. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
That's that's um, he was loser in the boot. That was that was horrific. Yeah. <laughs> so horrific. So well, not that's going to be well, the theme. Um, I don't think my winner a... is when we were fifteen. You could still go to drive-ins, and six people would get in for the price of one, thanks to the boot. Thanks to the boot. Thank you, boot. <laughs> Thank you, boot. Winners and losers. Alice. Uh, the winner of the week for me is the aerobics instructor King Ninwei, who was dancing in front of the assembly yes. of the union complex in Myanmar while there was a coup going on behind her, just thus providing a perfect metaphor for the experience of trying to produce any artistic work during. Uh, the last year, and uh, the loser of the week is, of course, Marjorie Taylor Greene, the conspiracist mm-hmm. currently in in power in in America, who just constantly looks like she's a like a PE instructor on a on a discontinued shredding supplement <laughs> that was like discontinued six months ago because it had psychoactive properties, but she hasn't stopped because she's forgotten how to read. That's. I feel like she's been the loser of the week. <laughs> she is the loser. And what about the Chinese state media who described the coup in uh, in Minim- uh, Myanmar as a major cabinet reshuffle? <laughs> I guess it was. Uh, Tommy Dean, Alice Fraser Love and Jean Kitson, thank you if very much. Join us next week for Colin Buchanan, Alex Lee and Tommy Dean. It's news time. I love my dad too.